Hello. Hello, Andre. How's it going? Hey, <laughs> it's going good, Shannon. How are you? How's it going for you? Um, it is going pretty well. I've been thinking about the moon lately and the aliens. <laughs> you have been thinking about the moon and the aliens lately. Um, uh, okay. Are the aliens on the moon or inside They're the moon? Inside the moon. Hollow moon theory. Okay. So why? Because, <laughs> why? Okay. So why? Why do they orbit us? Because they think that we're the tightest vacation spot in the galaxy, and this is where it's at. I mean, the Earth does have some nice places. Now, speaking of travel. I want to reiterate something that I know I sent to you yesterday, which was the, th the theory. Remember the alien theory that I sent oh, you? Yeah, I sent you that yeah, yeah, yes. that. Okay, okay, okay. So, hi everyone, welcome to Scary Talk. <laughs> <laughs> no, episode nineteen. Um, okay, we're starting off right out with aliens. This episode is not about aliens at all, but we need to get this out because this is important. Everyone, open your ears. So, um. I read this thing yesterday and I sent it to Shannon because my wig was snatched and it basically said that aliens are actually just us from the future and that the reason we see so many like UFO sightings like, that we have so many sightings is because they're basically just on like safari trips to Earth from the future. Uh, and you know that's why they're always just like looking at us whatever that would explain why we see so many ufos yet there's never been a single alien attack it's because they don't care to attack us because they're actually just us from the future they're just like we're literally like the zoo um yeah so there's a really that. boring zoo <laughs> <laughs> i mean i mean we literally don't know like if this is true we don't know what their life is like in the future so, like, maybe this is just so wildly different that it's very interesting to them. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Um, the theory also mentioned that, like, the reason apparently there's been less UFO sightings than there were in, like, the 70s or 80s. I didn't send you this part of it. It's because, um, like, humans record every aspect of everyday life now. And that footage, like, that probably be able to see that still. That probably still exists some way. Yeah. But, like... 60s 70s 80s like before that whatever um we, they didn't and and that's why there were so many more before and that is statistically true like you can look up the numbers there have been more sightings in the past couple of decades than there have been in the current decade um like 10 years from now to the past so like let's say 2008 to 2018 so i don't know it makes sense to me i believe it what about you um, I don't want to settle on one theory just yet, but I do like that theory. I think it makes a lot of sense in a weird, futuristic kind of way. But also, like, did we even prove time travel yet? Because I know Einstein has a theory about that, but not quite I as. mean, Einstein was basically like, it's impossible. But then Stephen Hawking was like, no, it's not, bitch. <laughs> and um, he was like, listen, fucking wormholes. And then he died. Is that a direct so quote? So that's what he... <laughs> yeah, that's... <laughs> That's kind of what he left us with. Like, like what Stephen Hawking left us with is the understanding that time travel is theoretically possible, like through the utilization of wormholes. And there, I mean, I'm not a physicist, but there were like papers that he published that basically like made that claim and like went into detail. And so there must be some math in there that like proves that somehow in theory. But like in practice, it's fucking hard. Um, yeah, so and there's that i mean i believe it i think that we're gonna be on the cusp of it in a couple of centuries like we're gonna make it happen but yeah not right in now in a couple but centuries like, our asses are gonna be dead so unless i don't think so i think i think they're gonna be on mars or on the moon okay but why would our specific asses be alive on the moon you know what i mean like we won't be able I mean, to see it not you and I, Shannon. <laughs> we'll probably be dead. Or not if, like, the fountain of youth becomes a thing. Or, like, cyborg body parts become a thing. Yeah. Um, maybe we'll live till like, God knows how long. Now, then there's a the question of, like, do you even want to live that long? Um, Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I knew you were going to say that. So... Um, Can you imagine I mean, like, episode 1059 of Scary Talk? Oh, my God. Listen... I'd do it, okay? <laughs> All for scary talk. <laughs> Hi, welcome to episode oh, no. 1053. I am Andre Ton. <laughs> this is Shannon Tron. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. I just imagine, like, watch us like a thousand years from the future, like, listening back to this and laughing. Ha ha ha. Ha ha ha. Funny humans. Um, 
Ew, no, let's not do that. Let's just die. Um, yeah, I'm not down for that. <laughs> hey, but, we should um, talk no. about at, at some point that gross robot lady who like makes jokes about ending like humanity. Who is that? Sophia? Who? Oh yeah, that um the 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 the, the, the humanoid um robot. She is like kind of self-thinking she, she she's not like purely like like singularity ai she can like quite think by herself she has some programming in her but she's basically like programmed to le- she's self-learning ai so she is kind of like like pure artificial intelligence you know what i mean yeah. like she receives input and then does something with it that's not like programmable it's just you know it, it's, i don't know it's like magical like only the AI knows what the AI does with that input and then like it kind of learns from that. So even though it starts with like lines of codes telling it how to learn, whatever it learns, I guess, like it's its own doing. So that's pretty amazing. Um but yes, like it was created by um the Saudi Arabian government if I'm not mistaken or the um or the Arab Emirates. I don't know, one of the two. Um in conjunction with like a couple of other countries and it's fucking creepy as hell and if you guys don't know what we're talking about you need to look this up on the internet she's called sophie sophia, I think. sophia? sophia. i'm not sure uh, she's all not sure why they don't put a wig on her it got um, snatched but... by the aliens <laughs> but she again self-learning ai you can talk to this robot right it's been on like talk shows or something weird i don't know um and like it'll make weird like ending humanity jokes and it's creepy because she's not actually programmed to literally say those things <laughs> she's kind of choosing <laughs> as much as you can say the word choose she's choosing to do that like there's an element of deliberation in that fake robot brain and so it's like oh my god like we're getting close to the singularity ai is gonna be the end of all humankind (sighs) um thoughts well she has a dark sense of humor sure don't we all um but also like we were talking about last episode how do we decide what life is and what life isn't like like our genetic code is just code when you get down to it so maybe robots deserve the same rights as us I mean, you can definitely, like, make that code analogy because we can, like, alphabetize our code. Like, we can put it into A's and G's and C's. You know what I mean? Um, like, like our DNA, we can express it that way. But I don't know if that means it's literally, like... If we can download the human genome and we can map that bitch, like, we may as well just be codes. If we can clone a sheep, like, what, like come on that's that's science yeah no but but that's different because like the like cloning a sheep like that sheep is definitely alive and i would never argue against that but like if this was but like even that cloned sheep still had to go through the like human like the, the the humanly uncontrollable process of being in a womb mm-hmm. whether real or fake or whatever like we can't i think this overwrite is like that a robot we built it from scratch. This is offensive and this is prejudice because not everyone comes from a womb, Andre. Oh my god. <laughs> like literally any human ever born. But what about what about what if we're just talking about consciousness? Because if an AI is self-aware, it can still die if you blow it up. So then it's like you kind of like you you mourn the loss of that AI. So it's kind of similar to being alive if it can die. Okay, well, okay, listen to this. Okay, so forget the womb thing because, like, plants are alive and a bunch of animals are alive and they don't come from wombs. But, um, but there's still, like, what the point I'm trying to make is that there's the element of, like, there are processes that lead to what we consider biological life that we humans cannot replicate. Mm. Like, nature is so amazing, we just have not found a way to do it in a lab. And Mm. I think that's what makes life life. That, like, try as we might we'd never be able to actually literally do it from zero from scratch mm-hmm. um, science will whereas with there. a robot we can't <laughs> <laughs> i mean if we get there i might i might change my my stance hell <laughs> but um like even if we did as long as a robot is like not purely like self-learning like it, it just then it's still for me not like completely human but sure i mean i'd say it's a life you know that's what you were asking but would it be human human i don't know um what is human like what is a person like the other day i was talking to my boyfriend about like uh like non-human persons because i was reading this article about it and it was like very intelligent beings should be considered persons just so that they are granted like additional personhood rights like dolphins or um like 
gorillas or something like that or elephants um i don't know what do you think about that um well i don't think gorillas need that extra help on their taxes but <laughs> i i guess there could be some value to that i'm just not sure what form that would take <laughs> yeah i mean it, it's very nebulous but yeah. that is an idea that is floating around the international i don't know i guess like animal <laughs> rights community. we are 10 minutes uh, in and i just want everyone to know that there's this short <laughs> film on youtube called the i mom and you need to watch it because it's amazing it's about a robot who basically nannies your children and let's just say the ending will shock you Oh, um, is it like an independent like short film, and the and the robot mom looks just like the real mom? Uh, no, but oh, never yeah, I mom, look it up. <laughs> okay, I'm writing it down. Anyway, um, we'll probably get more into these topics in later episodes, but for now, let's get creepy. So today we are talking about um, I don't know what should we call this like cursed movie sets or like cursed um cursed movie legends. Ooh. <laughs> urban um, legends surrounding horror films i don't know this is, yeah. this is this is a weird situation <laughs> it is pretty weird so um today i'm going to be talking about um the exorcist like the movie said the movie itself how both of those are allegedly cursed um it's some interesting stuff um i remember learning about this um i mean when i first watched The Exorcist, which must have been, like, I don't know, years ago. I was definitely way too young to watch that, <laughs> Yeah, me too. I probably, like, hey, should not have done that. Um, when she turns her head, I still, like, I can't. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> but, yeah, like, right after watching that, like, at age 10, I also learned, like, oh, apparently, like, everything is cursed uh, about that movie. Like, some, 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 like, dude at school was like, oh, did you know that, like, the guy that played the priest died um, while, like, on a highway at, like, he, his, his car crashed at kilometer, like, 66.6. And I was like, uh... what? And, like, I, I had no idea how, like, anything about roads worked, like, <laughs> Like, fun fact, people, like, roads are not marked with decimals. Yeah. Um, also, like, if this was in the U.S., there's no way he died in a kilometer mark because we don't even use the metric right, system. Right, exactly. So, <laughs> but I swallowed that. Um, and I was like, yeah, like, I don't know. I never watched that movie again. But anyway, turns out there is some truth to this, like, thought, basically, that the whole thing is cursed. And I'm going to go into the evidence of why now. So... Um, I just want to read, um, the first actually like sentence of this, um, article I found on, on a website called the 13th floor, because I think it sums this up pretty well. So, um, the article is by David Ian McKendry and it says in 1973, William Friedkin, sorry, William Friedkin set out to bring William Blatney's novel, The Exorcist to the big screen. The story of a young girl possessed by a demon, the exorcist instilled terror in audiences. Taking on the subject of demonic possession in a very controversial Catholic ritual was sure to turn a few heads. No pun intended. <laughs> uh, but it was funny anyway. Yes. Now, let's get into this. So apparently a bunch of strange shit happened during the production of the, hil- of the film. And then weird deaths um, during post-production and then during the screenings of the film like people fainting and vomiting and dying basically so um okay first thing 1971 is when this novel is published it is important to note that the exorcist novel by william uh, peter blady is actually based on a real life exorcism i did not know this until today fun fact i thought the movie was like completely fiction but apparently it's from a book and the book is based on a real exorcism of a boy known um as roland doe that's a pseudonym um apparently like catholic priests at georgetown university hospital uh, performed exorcisms on this boy and, but they had to stop um, when the boy managed to get free from like all <laughs> like all the restraints that they had on him. So that's pretty crazy. Um, and uh, he apparently pulled a bed spring out of his mattress and then slashed one of the priest's arms. So oh my gosh. yeah, I know. <laughs> um, when Blady wrote the novel, um, not not completely sure if, if if the author. I didn't research this part about the story, but like if the author was actually connected at all personally with this boy 
uh, hopefully not. But anyway, uh, when the author wrote the novel, uh, the boy's family requested that the character be changed to a girl for his novel in order to protect the identity. Um, this boy went on to live a normal life, apparently, uh, according to the article, with no memory of the incident and retiring decades later from NASA. So NASA? Weird. Yeah. Wow. Do you think this has any connection? Like aliens <laughs> and demons are in cahoots? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe that was actually aliens that were possessing him, and they were like, "You must work <laughs> in NASA, and you must all the intelligence." What do you think they and made him do? Years later, he fulfilled his mission. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they were like still building the hollow moon and they needed more info. I don't know. I swear, if uh, this story ended with and that man grew up to be Elon Musk, I would lose my mind. Oh my god. <laughs> um Okay, so number two, the shooting of the movie was um delayed <laughs> because the set, the the the, the house that they had built as a set basically um that was supposed to look like like the home described in the novel um burned oh. <laughs> up because a bird flew into like a circuit box however the room that the exorcist the exorcism takes place in uh was unharmed by the fire oh. so yeah i don't know um, about that does a bird just like aim himself towards a circuit box how often does that happen i don't think so so there's that <laughs> uh, yeah i mean the house burned down so the set had to be rebuilt and that took some time that made the production like a year long when most movies wrap in like three months um uh and yeah and but their bedroom itself was not harmed so there's that now during filming um actress ellen burston who played the reagan's mother the girl's mom uh was actually injured when the possessed reagan character throws her to the ground um the take used in the film uh and the blood curdling scream according to the article uh were both real um oh they were used in the film i thought it's like so nasty uh apparently the injury still bothers her to this day oh, so poor girl kind of sad yeah. but um not, not the girl but like the mom the mom oh. um the one that played the the extras the, the possessed girl's mom that actress she was actually hurt um another fun fact is um that uh there were a few deaths i mean there are a few deaths related with this movie. Um, actors Jack McRowan and uh, Vasily Kimaliaros, uh, who were both um, like, um, oh, what's the word? Oh, supporting actors in the film. They both died while the film was in post-production. Mm. Now, according to the article, what makes their deaths very strange is that their characters also die in the film. <gasps> um, other deaths that occurred uh, during the filming of the movie include Linda Blair's grandfather and Max Von Sato, another supporting character's brother. Um, they both died on Max's, that supporting character's, first day of shooting. So people's family members, like actors' family members, were dying during the shooting. Oh, my God. Oh, just a lot of death. A lot of death. Um also, while filming, um, according to this, the son of Jason Miller, who played the father in the movie, was nearly killed when a motorcycle hit it. So, oh, no. I don't know. Like, I mean, you know what they say? Like, two or three makes a coincidence, but, like, more than that is, like, too much. Yeah. Now, while filming one of the possession scenes, uh, Linda, the girl, was thrown out of bed when a piece of rigging broke, causing her to injure her back. Oh. Moreover... Uh, once the film was released um, she also received so many death threats that the studio had to hire bodyguards to escort her from place to place oh my gosh like the next half a year so I mean that's just a terrible fact it's not really anything demonic but that's just yeah sad. why were they um, doing that I mean because it, this was a different time I don't know like the 70s people had according to my mom who saw it in theaters people had never seen anything like this it was such a shocking film mm -hmm. people were really just indignant that this was even put together and since she was the protagonist people were just throwing shit at her because i mean it was the easiest face to plaster the hate onto yeah. um and they were sending her death threats i have always found that so fascinating like people will take the time to write a literal letter on paper with a pen like put it in an envelope take it to the mail like put a stamp mail it to the person like are you kidding me for us that's uh, just as inconvenient as sending an email though it's just a different time <laughs> i guess um 
But like, but like an envelope is way scarier. Like if I send an email to the actress, be like, fuck you, die. Like whatever, she can just ignore it. But like, I mean, mail can be ignored too, but it's just way creepier because you don't know if there's fucking anthrax powder in there. Oh, that's fair. Like if you open a, if you open an email, like there's not going to be anthrax powder in the email. There so. could be porn and a virus. <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, okay. So according to this, in 1987, actress Mercedes McCambridge, who played the, like the demon's voice in the movie, the demon's name is, well, actually I shouldn't say it in case it brings like bad spirits. <laughs> so, say not it. say it. Say it. Um, it starts with a P and it sounds like pizza. So um, <laughs> apparently the person who played the demon voice was the victim of a horrific tragedy oh, when no. her son murdered his wife <gasps> and children before taking his own life. So again, Two is a coincidence. Three is a conspiracy. Five is a demonic party. Oh. Um, <laughs> like, this is too much. Um, <laughs> are you here? I'm here, yeah. Just... You're just so shook. <laughs> I'm just kind of shook. I don't know, I'm just thinking, like, I don't know. What do you think? Don't you agree this is just too much? I think it's too much, but I also think that it's kind of a leap to demon. <laughs> Some people are just messed up, you know? I guess. Okay. Um, lastly, so many believe that the actual film was um, cursed <laughs> and that playing it through a projector was an invitation for demonic possession. Mm. So um, apparently there was this famous, um, what are they called? Televangelists? Um, his name was Billy Graham, and he stated that – this is a quote from him. There is a power of evil in the film, in the fabric of the film itself. <laughs> um, it's like the rape. I mean – yeah, and literally, that's what I thought. So when the fur when the when the film was first released um, to theaters, it was banned in every Middle Eastern <gasps> country except Lebanon. Uh, but then, like when there was a re-release a couple of years later, Le- uh, Lebanon banned it as well. So in the end, like the whole Middle East was like, "Nope, we're not doing that." Um, I think it's because like the content was too shocking, but also they may have had like a reason to be indignant beyond that because like apparently the demon in the movie comes from like the Middle East, oh. so. yeah maybe that's why too um so it was banned everywhere during the roman premiere of the of the movie audiences had to fight their way through like torrential downpour it was a lot of rain uh there was also thunder and lightning uh in order to get into the theater so people really wanted to see this um however like during this big storm uh, many people uh inside claimed to hear a horrific almost demonic cry coming from outside once the film started rolling so yeah weird um another thing at one of the show at one of the showings a woman was so scared that she passed out in the theater she fell and broke her jaw um she later i mean this is just kind of funny also tragic but um she later sued the filmmaker suggesting that subliminal messages had caused the accident <laughs> and one others set a lot of court with her so wait so she won money yeah she won money from warner brothers Damn, um i don't i mean like Maybe like, like they they had to be really care- like again. These were different times. Like, yeah. like maybe they knew that like Accord would not be on their side because Accord back in nineteen seventy three would consider this movie like I don't know porn and you know like yeah. horrible. And so the lady was gonna win. Can you um, imagine? Okay, if time travel's real, can you imagine taking the human centipede back to the seventies and just seeing what chaos erupts? Oh my god, dude! You can't. I mean, like even bringing it to 2019 yeah. would still be shocked i still wouldn't watch I it i don't think i'll it. ever watch yeah, that no, i'm not interested uh, <laughs> oh i read all the synopsis though and that was that still fucked me up just reading that um so yeah definitely uh, horror crosses the line and i think they cross that line 10 times over i think that that is a very interesting conversation and i don't know what to say about it because Ugh, this is gonna sound so fucking pretentious, but like art is art, and like art shouldn't have limits. It should always push the envelope. Uh, but, that's like, an envelope you don't want to push. <laughs> but but um, there's also like a, like a, a good argument to be made about um, what's the word? Oh my god, what's that term? Like decency or like um, like public. I don't forget, I forget the word, but basically, like, there's an argument to be made about like this is indecent, this is too much, this is yeah. against the public interest because it promotes whatever, whatever, whatever. Um, the problem with that though is that then you like uh, then you when, like once you open that argument, like 
people really can use it for anything and there's been shitty people and pundits that have used it for like video games like oh video games cause school shootings you know like yeah it's, it's bad not like, true. exactly but but the thing shannon like i know that's not true you know that's not true but like where do you draw the line and how do you know that's where to draw the line like Well, I mean, when I come back to these kind of political conversations, my answer is always going to be like, the root of all these problems would be solved if we poured more money into education and less money into like, stupid shit. Says, if your kids are smart, they're going to know the difference between what's right and what's wrong. (laughs) But, you know, that's just me coming for the American schooling system and every schooling system for that matter, because, yeah, I just think that's the root. I just... If your kids aren't dumb, they're going to know the difference and they're I, not going to. Yeah. Also I mental suppose. health. Mental health needs to needs more funding. Also mental health. Correct. But, um, okay. I mean, yeah, we, we can, we can like kind of put a pin on that and just keep it there. But, um, but, but I still think it's interesting that like some movies are still cataloged as like oh they're too much even though they're fiction you know they're movies no one's actually being harmed but they're just so gruesome that like they're they're classified as like too much i mean i'm fine with that as long as they're still shown because that to me is like fine that means they're not being censored um but yeah i get where you're coming from um so with the exorcist i'm not sure what else you have to share but Something that's popped into my mind um, during this and during the research in general is maybe it's not necessarily a haunting. Maybe it's more like, I mean, maybe it could be a poltergeist, but it's it's because these people are surrounded by horror every day and living it out and acting it and thinking about it. Like maybe that just attracts bad energy. Like maybe we're getting back into a psychic realm of like bad things will happen to you if you think bad. I don't know. I mean, even if that's the case, like what is the bad energy? probably just demons so it's all the same in the end or maybe it's just the way the world works maybe there is no good or bad energy it's just what results from it Mm, there has to be good and bad energy because like if if all energy is just energy how come some energy makes you feel like super happy and some energy makes you want to kill your children and wife like Mm, that's fair i just maybe uh, we don't maybe there's not a proper way for us to understand it but i don't know because how can you say that something's good or bad when in different cultures like it's okay to cannibalize people who come into your property you know what i mean like they're fine with it is that evil i mean i don't think that's actually a thing anywhere in the world oh, to no, be it fair only happened even... recently yeah, yeah where this guy who was like trying to like get like oh my god travel. dude what if you said red what if you said redding i'd like oh my god no 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 this guy like people do this all the time they like trample over on indigenous people and like try to record them without their consent and like this guy went into this country or not this country but this like area and he was like ripped apart and cannibalized and people were like oh was it like one of those like weird tribes and like one little island of australia like never had human contact well they don't want people to come in because they're gonna eat your ass and it's like why should we force them to do anything else like that's their life that's what they want to do like let's leave because Every single living person must conform to the globalist ways of U.S. hegemony. Um, We have to tax them. We have to charge them for the human meat they consume. That's all we really care about here. I mean, I mean, like, okay, yeah, that happened, but I still wouldn't be like, oh, well, like, they think that's okay. So, like, moral, rela- like, moral relativism. Like, I'm not gonna do that, Shannon. I'm not gonna agree with you, you on that. You don't believe in moral uh, relativism? <laughs> like, yes, I do, obviously, but not to that extent. Like, I don't think eating people is right ever. Okay, um, yeah, but that's only because you've been socialized to think that. I mean, I suppose, yeah, and these people have been socialized to think that's okay. I guess maybe you're right, and like we're getting into territory where I'm not going to be able to find a job ever again. It's okay. I'm using my 30 minutes. I'm gonna say my part. I guess maybe you could be right, and like morality is just completely and utterly, absolutely relative. But um, I guess just as a regular, average member of human Western civilized society, I'll just have to go with the majority opinion and be like, okay, cannibalism canceled. Cannibalism uh, canceled. I fully agree. 
wink, wink. Um, also, I want to point out that part of the reason I'm taking so long is because I don't think I actually have 30 minutes worth of content. So feel free to go over. Oh, are you kidding me? I, I, I'm just, even if you weren't talking, I just keep saying shit. Um, so there's High that. quality podcast, guys. I, yeah. That. Oh, whatever. People come here for the banter anyway. Um, but, um, yeah okay so i'll you know i'll i'll keep that there whatever i do want to go back to something though which is you you were like oh like the 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 human centipede like most gruesome graphic movie ever have you ever heard of um what's it called a serbian film is it just called a serbian film It's literally called a serbian film i think i might have heard of something like this so i Oh my god! Did I actually watch it, or did I? No, don't. I don't. I don't know why I like read the synopsis for the Human Centipede, but I decided to watch this one. <laughs> I think I was just like seventeen and, and feeling like super ballsy, um, and I watched this thing, which was literally like 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 purported to be like worse than the Human Centipede, um, mm. and I was like, "Oh, that makes total sense. I'll watch this one," um, and I did, and boy oh boy i'm not gonna like go into graphic detail about any of the scenes because even just talking about them is gruesome that's how bad it is uh imagine watching them but it is a very gruesome film long story short it is about this person that is like a um it's this is this this dude this like family man who is like an ex-porn actor and he like wants to like relive his glory days so he starts getting into porn again but like the industry that hires him the like the the company is into like very weird fetish porn and so he starts oh, no. doing very fucked up things oh. um and then he starts doing very very fucked up things think of the absolute worst thing a person no. can do. that's what happens in that movie um that's vile yeah it's vile like i literally don't even want to say what it is but like if anyone is like really (laughs) so like inclined they can literally google it um but it's fucked up and this the ending is just like not even scary or grow it's just sad like it's a sad sad ending um you know go ahead go ahead I was just going to say, like, I talk a lot of philosophy and stuff, but, like, I'm a weak-ass bitch. Like, Hereditary, that movie had me, like, upset for, like, a week and a half. So, like, there's no way I'm watching that. Okay, so a Serbian film is the decapitation scene in Hereditary, but for 90 minutes and 10 times worse. No. No. (laughs) And and that's, like, just in the metaphorical sense, because not even all about it is gore it's just that the movie makes you feel like your pit of your stomach is just fucked um a lot of it's just dialogue a lot of it is just like the things that are being talked about it's just so fucked up um so there's that (laughs) this movie was banned it's like the moment it was like banned (laughs) everywhere um but i mean there were still obviously some countries that didn't ban it like very liberal countries i don't know probably most of them in the west whatever but like um I actually doubt Serbia released it itself. <laughs> I really oh doubt Serbia released it. Um, but uh, some yeah. things just don't need to be shared, you know. Like just keep that in your fantasy drawer, you know. Like don't don't share that with the world. Well, filmmaker. here's the thing: when I watched that movie, I certainly thought that thought. I thought that, and because I, and also I was like, I think that because it also has nothing to teach you. Like I felt like the movie didn't really yeah. have anything besides just sadness to give. And I was like, should, I don't know, like, should art be limited ever in any way? Because um, I, I well, regret watching it. Like, I literally took nothing good away from it. So I feel the same way about the movie Bridesmaids. And I think I'm the only person in the world who feels that way. <laughs> I fell asleep during it. I was so bored. <laughs> That's interesting. Um <laughs> Oh, if you think that was bad, watch the Happy Time Murders. Um, that, mm. like, Muppets movie with Melissa McCarthy. Um, oh, I, I completely blocked that from my memory. Of, like, I, I saw the trailer and then it was gone. It was like, no. Yeah, yeah. Not related with the Muppets at all, obviously. <laughs> so, like, it, it, it's a stupid movie. But anyway, um, yeah. Um, the Exorcist? <laughs> yeah, anyway, The Exorcist. Uh, I'm done with The Exorcist. Uh, but a Serbian film is a thing. And uh, now I want to talk very, very, very briefly about um, another one. Just since we're on the topic of horrible, horrible movies. This is way, way worse than The Exorcist, though. I don't think as bad as the Serbian film, though. And I haven't actually ever watched it because it scares me to watch it. But I read the synopsis on Wikipedia and it's called... Um, 
oh my god what's it called it's called um salo or the 120 days of sodom um maybe it's more than 100 oh, I've heard of this. you heard of this i'm sure you have mm -hmm. because it's actually a book from the 18th century um and creative writing majors hi um <laughs> and it was made into a movie in the 1970s the setting was like changed a little to be more modern the setting of the 1970 whatever movie was actually like 1950s uh like nationalist italy um and long story short the book and the movie the book uh, allegedly written by like a sado like a self-proclaimed sadomasochist scholar himself um uh the book and the movie are basically about like elite like a group of elite people like abduct these like i don't know like 50 young people and then they make him like eat shit and have sex with each other and like really fuck oh, yeah i'm um, just fully dissociated and i've gone to a happy place <laughs> like i mean just reading it fucks you up uh, i just said that after for, like afterwards for like an hour just being like that's just so gross um and anyway it's kind of like it's kind of like the Serbian film in the sense that like the ending is just kind of sad and very pointless and it makes you feel like void of life. It's really like there's nothing redeeming about it. Um, I I guess like this is this one has more of a lesson though than the other one just because of the fact that like I don't know it has a bunch of like political undertones and so maybe there's something there that you can like get out of it. But other than that, it's just <laughs> a terrible fucking film. <laughs> so. That's what I have, fam. Um, so it, is that just cursed because it's just a cursed movie? Like, honestly, no one should watch think, it ever? Um, the Exorcist, you mean? Just, no, 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 the other one. The other one? The the, the Serbian film? Mm, either one. The, the Serbian film or the Sodom one. Those are just cursed because by nature you should not be watching that. I mean... I mean, I certainly don't want to watch them, so I guess I'll give you yeah. I'll give you some ground, sure. <laughs> like, I, I mean, it's fucked, and you'll probably feel horrible after watching that. So, I mean, yeah, that, that's 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 as bad as cursed, if you ask me. Yeah. Well, okay. So when we're talking about like The Exorcist and all those bad things that surrounded the actors and the deaths and everything, what is your point of view on that? Do you think that it was like a ghost, or do you think it was like? an actual curse i think that through imitating exorcisms they inadvertently drew out real demons to the location of filming and mm. these demons actually attached themselves to these people and killed people oh or i hurt see them. So is it just because they were like reading from the Bible and actually acting it out? Or do you think that it could also just come out of maybe like malicious intent of a horror movie? I don't think it's either. I think it's just that they drew that to mm. themselves with all the dialogue, all the scenes as well intentioned and benign as they might have been. Like, the content of them, I don't know, like, the setting, mm -hmm. the, like, the the mind space the actors have to put themselves into to believe they are actually exercising a demon or that they're actually, like, demonically possessed. That probably draws a lot of shit to you. Um, yeah. That's what I think. I think that, that their intentions were, like, the best, but, like, unbeknownst to them, they fuck themselves over almost so like i don't know like it's funny because like i think i'd never act in a horror i'd never act in like a demon or like ghost horror movie if i was ever an actor or i'd really really think it over um um just because of this shit like i mean even like the superman curse is like a thing and it's not even a horror film so Wait, what's the Superman curse? The Superman curse you've never heard of that like every actor yeah. that plays Superman like gets like hurt or like dies. Aww. Like Christopher Reeve. Tom Welling's like, fine. <laughs> Tom Welling is fine. I mean his career is dead, so that might oh, be shit. Uh, but like okay. Christopher Reeve, who was like Superman for like Superman one through four in like the seventies, yeah. like, I think. Um he had like a terrible horseback riding accident when he was like in his late thirties, I believe. And now he's like paralyzed. Um, yeah. and then well, he's like, dead. 
well now he's dead too but like the guy yeah. before him had like a like an like a tragic death like an accidental death and then he played like superman for like a tv show or something if i'm not mistaken um and then like now it's more metaphorical death it's like tongue career dead the guy who oh played superman God. is superman returns career dead um is that the guy opposite of amy adams uh, no, 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 no. That's the new one. Um, okay. What's his name? Um, oh, I forget his name. But yeah, um, exactly. <laughs> that guy. I mean, still not dead. Um, he was. In but you can't remember his five, name. So. But I can't remember his name. So <laughs> <laughs> irrelevant. Wig next. Um, your turn. Okay. Um. Yeah. I. I do want to say though, at the end of that, you were kind of edging into the psychic territory of like psychic energy. So I'm just saying, demons or no psychics okay 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 so (laughs) i am talking about the poltergeist movies which is you know fitting because we just talked about poltergeist i don't know when was that last episode uh yeah we talked about poltergeist a couple episodes ago yeah so i'm talking about the poltergeist films so one through four well actually one through three in the remake which isn't actually four Mm -hmm. so poltergeist one this was um, released in 1982. It was directed by Toby Hooper and written and produced by Steven Spielberg. There was this whole like tea fest over like, should Steven Spielberg get all the credit or should Toby Hooper? But I mean, we kind of land on Toby Hooper because Steven Spielberg was working on E.T. at the time and he had a contract that said he can only work on E.T. We're coming back to Aliens. Mm. Um, totally unrelated to the curse. I just thought that was interesting. So this was also the the eighth highest grossing film of 1982. So we can say, is it worth it? You know, is the money worth the pain? I'm not sure. (laughs) So for those of you who haven't seen Poltergeist, the plot is kind of briefly explained as a family living in a house, basically. So Stephen and Diane Freeling, they live in a California suburb. They have three children. Their youngest daughter, Carol Ann, she is taken by the poltergeist, the supposed poltergeist, into another dimension, um, iconically through a staticky TV. So throughout the whole movie, the family is terrorized by this unknown beast. And um, there's this like iconic scene of Diane, the mother, she gets drugged into the pool and she's surrounded by skeletons. Oh yeah, that was real. Yeah, so Spielberg used real skeletons for the pool, and Diane, or not Diane, but the actress, she didn't know. Um, So basically, real skeletons at this time were way cheaper than plastic skeletons, and so he was like, you know what, sure, let's let's throw some of those in the pool. How the fuck was that legal? I have no idea. And then the question is, well, where did skeletons come from? Were they like a medical, like, donated skeletons i don't i don't know i have no idea so joe beth williams who played diane she found out after filming that the pool scene that they were real um can you imagine i (laughs) would be so upset like yeah okay so there's also a scene in the movie where um the the son he's played by um oliver robbins he plays Robbie Freeling. Um, he actually almost died on set during filming. That's, oh. I mean, I think you mentioned something in Poltergeist where someone was injured during a real scene. This is kind of the same situation. Mm-hmm. So this is a clown doll. A clown doll attacks him. And the way the prop worked was that, like, the hands were wrapped around his neck. And the prop, the clown, it had a malfunction. And so he's underneath a bed while this clown is, like, grabbing him. And it's literally suffocating him. Like, he's not acting. It's stuck around his neck. And so this kid is, like, being choked. And everyone's like, wow, this kid's a great actor. (laughs) God. And... Yeah, and it it took a while for them to realize that he wasn't just acting, that he was actually being suffocated. (laughs) But he survived, so good for him. (laughs) Okay, and then... So, the actress who played the eldest daughter, Dana, um, her name's Dominique Dunn. This is going to be a little bit dark. This is is the true crime part of this story, where it gets a little bit sketchy and a little bit scary. So a couple months after the release of the film, she was um, <laughs> she was at her home and her ex-boyfriend came. Uh, what's his name? Sweeney. So yeah, her ex-boyfriend John Sweeney comes and he chokes her to death in the driveway of her home. 
Hmm. Yeah. So she actually didn't die in the driveway, but she may as well have. So what happened is she was taken to the hospital because he actually gave himself up to the police. He said, like, I, I, I forgot, like, when it was happening, I didn't realize it was happening. Like, I, I just blanked out of my memory, and then I realized that she was dead or that she was dying. And he said that he actually tried to get her to walk around, that she was just so disoriented and out of it. He tried to give her CPR, but she threw up. And she was placed on life support. She died five days later at the age of 22. And get this, this motherfucker, this guy who, like, in court, his ex-girlfriend said that he abused them. He got off with three and a half years. Wow. Yeah. Three and a half years voluntary manslaughter. Different times. Hopefully it would not be the case now. Yeah, I certainly hope not. So, Heather O'Rourke, the young girl who played Carol Ann, the youngest daughter, she actually acted in all three Poltergeist films. She died at age 12, before the end of filming the last film. And it's, it's, it's kind of a medical thing, but it's also very weird. Like, she died from cardiac arrest and septic shock after a misdiagnosed intestinal issue. So she was sick for a while on the set, and then... The doctors, I guess, misdiagnosed, made a mistake, and she died. And they ended up having a body double fill in for her for the last parts of the film. What? Which is kind of disturbing. How, how does that... <laughs> like, I mean, I guess in those scenes, they don't require her face. Yeah, it was just like, I guess, her laying in a bed or something. I'm not sure, but Dang. it's pretty brutal. Like, she was a child. Yeah, I know. And this isn't... This is just the tip of the iceberg, too. Like, there's a lot of weird stuff going on during the filmings of these films. Um, okay. So, in Poltergeist 2, <laughs> the star, Will Sampson, he was actually a Native American man. He was kind of worried because he had heard about the real skeletons being used in the first movie. And so, for the second movie, he decided to perform an exorcism on set. Um, he went alone at night. He went to the set, and he was... Um, yeah, he went and did that by himself. I guess the other cast and crew members were pretty grateful that he did that and volunteered himself to do that. Um, and they were pretty relieved. I'm not sure if anything actually happened from his exorcism, but, you know, he did it. So cool. Good for you, Will. And then another Poltergeist 2 actor, Julian Beck, he died before the film was released at age 60. But this is a little bit... It's not... It's not the best example of a curse because he had known prior to taking the role that he had stomach cancer and so i mean yeah it's it's unfortunate but yeah. he already knew going in and then this one's a little bit of a longer time later in 2009 but a man named lou perryman he played pugsley in the original film he was murdered he was um in his home and a recently released ex-con killed him with an axe wow wow yeah pretty dark and then another situation this isn't actually a death thank god was where the author james con he was novelizing the movie the first poltergeist movie and he was finishing finishing up his work in his home <laughs> when suddenly lightning struck it hit his building and just it managed to hit in the perfect spot to where his AC unit was launched straight into his back. And then the lights began to flicker off and on. And his video games, which this was the 70s or 80s. I'm not sure what kind of games. Maybe they were like stand-up arcade games. They just turned on and started to play by themselves. And he was pretty freaked out. Uh, he wasn't sure what was happening. Yeah, I'd be too. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that that was probably something to be concerned about in terms of curse but who yeah. knows so the director of the 2015 remake of the poltergeist his name's gil keenan he was actually uh pretty pretty intense about this he said that the house that they used for production always had equipment failures it always had lights flickering when they definitely didn't want them to be um, GPS for the drone photography was never able to lock on specific locations. Like, it was like there was a dead zone around the house or something. Mm. Um, he, he also claimed, and this is, this is definitely a claim. He claimed that he saw a spirit, a female spirit in black in the house. 
uh, the house for production, and he said that she followed him home when they were done filming, and she would watch him sleep. Damn. I mean, I don't know. I just have issues with remakes in general, so maybe I don't believe him just for that. But, you know, Maybe whatever. the ghosts were like, fuck you for remaking the movie. We're gonna haunt you just because of that. Yeah, honestly, I would do that if I was a ghost. Like, let's <laughs> let's stop doing remakes. They're cash grabs. We all know it. Dude, like, stop. The Exorcist hasn't had a remake, not officially, but, like, man, the spin-offs and sequels of that are crazy. Um, it mm. might as well already have had a remake because, like, it had The Exorcist 2 and 3 and then 4, also known as, like, Dominion or something like that. And then it had a mm. fifth movie also with a different title, um yeah it, it was it was crazy um but yeah i did not watch the poltergeist remake because i thought it looked bad uh to be fair though i had i haven't even watched the originals but i do know about them um yeah yeah oh i also forgot to mention the guy who performed the exorcism in poltergeist 2 he also died after the film was released wow. so that's another death like we're just right um, damn <laughs> okay, and then during the filming of Poltergeist 3, actress Zelda Rubinstein, who had been in the previous movies, she, the, I guess some of the crew members, some of the crew members were taking Polaroids of, like, I guess the set and as they were acting or whatever. And she looked at the Polaroid that was taken of her, and I guess there was like a light type of blur or something, like near her photo. And she said that that picture was taken at the exact moment that her mother had passed away and because she knew it was coming but she said that's when it was taken and then um kind of didn't deny it she was she's not very good she said that she didn't believe in the curse but she wouldn't be surprised if that was the spirit of her mother basically so halfway on ghosts not really with evil ghosts Okay, and then also in Poltergeist 3, or at least during the filming of Poltergeist 3, there was a garage that was used for filming, and it <laughs> it actually caught fire, and it injured three crew members. A fire chief was quoted in the LA Times as saying that it was like a fireball, and that the mishap is unexplained. And get this, this is how the fire supposedly happened. Um, <laughs> I guess... There was an issue with fake ice being poured onto a prop car. Okay. Ice. Fake ice. I don't... How how does that make a fire? I don't know. I mean, I know it's not real ice, but it's still like, I don't understand. So, <laughs> and the fire chief is like, mm, I don't know. I don't know what happened here. Damn. So that's what I have for the Poltergeist movies. A lot of strange occurrences that aren't really explained. Mostly deaths that just really suck. Yeah. Um, you could say it's a curse or maybe it's just bad luck. I don't know. I think it's a curse. I mean, I think that... Or, or, or I think it's just the same thing that I said with mine, if you can call that a curse. Which is like drawing things upon yourself because of... I don't know, like, what's being acted out. I mean, this one could be a little different. This one could be just because... I mean, maybe this could be all just because of the skeleton scene. Like, because, mm. you know, like, the disrespect of the dead or, like... Yeah. I mean, it could so it could be different. Um, it could be that the movies, like, would have... Like, the, the production would have been completely fine if it hadn't been for that. Um, I don't know. Like, with so many, like, things happening, I'm tempted to say yeah like it's obviously something like supernatural like are you kidding me so many deaths and like i don't know what do you think well i just i feel like it's it's a slippery slope because i don't want that guy who killed dominique to get any credence from this curse as being like well i didn't remember strangling her because it was just the curse controlling me it's like no you strangled your ex-girlfriend like you deserve to rot in prison. But obviously that's a non-issue because he's already out of prison. Like that's already done and said for. But I don't know. It's just, it's hard to talk about when people actually die, you know? Yeah, no, I get what you're saying. Um, I mean, it's not, it's not a non-issue. Like, like, yeah, I mean, he's out now, but like, it's, it's, it's more about the, the theoretical stance. And I, I agree with that. Um, 
I don't know. Like, maybe he wasn't... I mean, like, maybe he couldn't be like, I was literally possessed. Because maybe it's not that. Maybe the curse isn't like it makes you do things like itself, but rather... I don't know. Like, it drives you to situations where you end up doing that, but it is completely your action and your fault. Um, mm. I don't know. But th- that that's tricky. Um, this is uh, this is spooky. This is pretty spooky. Um, would you ever act in a series like this? Um, probably. <laughs> um, okay, so after all these stats, I forgot to mention, like, um, Linda Blair, the... Um, the girl in The Exorcist, she still went on to do an, another two movies. She did like the, the second and third one. So clearly she wasn't shaken enough by all of this. Um, you said probably? Yeah, for sure. Mm, why? <laughs> um, I don't know. It'd be really fun to be in a horror movie. I guess. I think I would, I would prefer to be in a slasher or a zombie film because I think that would be more gruesome and fun than just like a suspense of like ghosts being behind me. But yeah, hmm. plus I could use the money. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, apparently, um, just as recently as like a couple of years ago, uh, this must have been 2016. Um, there were early press reports that claimed that an audience member had died in an early screening of The Conjuring 2. So. Um, I mean, he could have just had like a heart condition, but I don't know. Maybe all horror films are cursed. I don't know, man. Uh, I, I don't know. I'm going to go with no. I don't think. I think it's just bad luck, you know? I guess. Okay, I actually want to read you some like hilarious comments that I saw on um, one of the articles um, about The Exorcist that, that I read. This is pretty good. So um, there was someone who said, the movie was the serial killer Jeffrey Dahmer's favorite. He watched it like a thousand times. So, no. <laughs> I don't know if that's actually a thing. <laughs> but yeah, if it know. is... It doesn't seem like the type to watch movies. If it <laughs> is, maybe like the reason he was a serial killer is because he got possessed by demons because of watching this movie. <gasps> um, now, I know you uh. hate that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it still wouldn't justify his actions. Um, but yeah. Uh, he was a very damaged young person. Yes. Um, someone <laughs> said... Uh, this shit is faker than Kim Kardashian's tits inventing a time machine that sends people to Jesus's birthday party. So, <laughs> um, um, very funny. Why, gotta, um, <laughs> why you gotta come for her boobs like I that? Know. You don't know and what why, they're capable of. Why you gotta of. go for Kim? Why did she ever do to you? Um, and then someone replied to him, "It's damn real. You haven't experienced the evil." <laughs> <laughs> What a thing to say. I know. Someone else said, as I was reading this, my dog Bella kept scratching at my door and the only source of light I have in my room is a little glass lamp and that fell over and broke, she said, it broke into a bunch of pieces. Uh, So... It must be a curse. (laughs) Um, Um. Someone said, my mother made me go and watch it with her dragging me in age 13. Bad. Bad. Wow, what a contribution. <laughs> I love the <these> <laughs> Um Yeah, so I don't know. Uh people seem to think I mean some people seem to think that it, it really is a thing. They they seem to agree with me, the curse is real, so you know. I do want to bring up The Crow, the movie The Crow, uh-huh. where the main character, the actor, he actually got shot and died <laughs> during the movie, and it wasn't supposed to kill him. It was supposed to be a prop gun, and it was Dude, an accident. I and heard about sucks. this during like a, like a scene <laughs> where he's getting shot. Like They used a real gun by accident. Yeah. yeah. Shit, man. Did someone get sued over that? Like, I don't know. That's have. a good question. They must have. Um, wow. It, it would suck to go to work and be like, it's a prop gun, and then you just never have consciousness ever again, because it wasn't just a prop gun, guys. That's fucking terrible. Like, I mean, how could there even be a real gun there? Like, I mean, I guess if they were using all real guns, but they were all supposed to be unloaded, but one wasn't, oh, okay, blinks. that's like yeah. a mishap, but like, I don't think that's a thing. I don't think that movies use real, just unloaded guns pretty sure they're all plastic guns um so i'm very confused i mean they probably are now (laughs) yeah you think 
Wow. Well, on that note, um, <laughs> this has been episode 19. Um, uh, we hope that you stand and uh, just you wait for episode 20 because it's going to be a big one. 20 episodes. Oh my God. I'm so proud of us. Um, so episode 20 if you have any suggestions uh for any um for yeah if you have any suggestions um for us to use for episodes for topics um do send them to us you can tweet us or dm us at talk scary on twitter and if you want to uh listen to us on the go or literally anywhere you can do so on your favorite podcast listening platform we are everywhere on TuneIn, stitcher spotify google play apple Podcasts. you can also leave us reviews on there um shannon anything if you stuck with us the whole hour, honestly, kudos to you. Kudos to you. Like you're you're the realist. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, we uh, have a Facebook page now, which I have to show because duh. Um, it's at Scary Talk. Um, I was actually able to get the at Scary Talk handle on Facebook, so yay. Um, so Andre, I just realized something. Yes. Do we want to be subjected to the Zuckerberg? I mean, I don't mind the Zuck. Like. Especially if but, it gives us a little farther of a reach, you know? Do we think that he's an alien, though? We do. I mean, but if anything, he's just going to want to come for an interview on Scary Talk. And, I mean, our numbers are going to go up. So, I'm fine with it. All right. I guess I'll be fine with it, too, until the Zuck ends my life. <laughs> um, uh, everyone, thank you for listening. Um, no large meals before bedtime. Remember, um, the Mothman is real. Shannon, anything else? Monitor your salt intake. It's not a joke, guys. For real, yeah. High sodium, bad for yeah. you. Um, <laughs> <good night. laughs> bye bye.